Welcome to Twitch Talk. Twitch Talk. With Skylar Guns. How you doing, my friend? How you doing? A Twitch streamer. Mother effer. All right, guys, I'm dead. And TikToker with over 80,000 followers. Facts. If you're a streamer or content creator trying to grow your audience, you're listening to the right podcast. Skylar chats with guests who've achieved success with streaming using TikTok. So how'd you get started? What are your keys to success? How has your success on TikTok helped grow your brand? Learn their tips and tricks and everything TikTok related. Listen, it's time to showcase your content and grow your streams using TikTok. So let the conversation begin. This is Twitch Talk. Twitch Talk. Here's your host, Skylar Guns. Hello, ladies and gentlemen to Twitch Talk. I'm your host, Skylar Guns. I have here with me Forrest Dump. TikToker, streamer, ex-mixer, partner, and probably the only person with a bigger dump truck than me. Forrest, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. That was a really good intro, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thought all day about it. Thought all day about it. <laughs> I love it. How I you doing? It. Doing good. We just got off, and um, yeah, just came off a stream, so I'm excited to be here with two <laughs> Fat dump trucks. <laughs> Very excited to have you. Uh, this is the first episode that we're doing. Um, so I assume that Forrest is your real name, is it not? No, it actually is not. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am from Alabama, though, and I, well, a lot of people that know me probably know my girlfriend, but Jenny, she's actually Jenny. Like, that's that's actually her name, but I just wanted to be Forrest Dump on Xbox 360 like a long time ago, and I couldn't get it. Cause I just wanted Forrest Gump, like a nice little OG name, and I I don't know why it just I I I couldn't get it, so I got Dump, and yeah, a lot of people think Forrest is my real name. It really isn't though. Oh wow, I thought we were in the same boat where I used like my real name for my online alias, but <laughs> I, I assume no. it's Forrest from Forrest Gump. I can't imagine it would have came from anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I get you know some hate on this, but I've actually never seen Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me cry if I watch it now, but you definitely should watch it at least once. It's a long movie, but it's a good movie. Yeah. It's a real good one. I hear, I hear Do it about for me. that. I will. I, I definitely will. After this, I'll watch it now, just for you. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm sure most people know that you're an ex-mixer partner. Um, so I kind of want to dive into that. Um, you know, were you on TikTok when you were on Mixer, or did you start TikTok because of the shutdown on Mixer? So somewhere in between um, starting on Mixer and it ending, um, I started doing TikTok. I don't remember where exactly, but I started on streaming on Mixer three years ago this month. Probably honestly today, February fourth. Oh um, wow. And I did that for two and a half years up until this past January, and then it stopped being a platform. But um, probably, I think I made my first TikTok in 2019 or December 2018. I can't remember which one, but uh, I, I, I've had TikTok for a, a bit now. But I just started doing it for fun, and I didn't realize that I could do gaming with it. I thought it was just going to be... Um, a spitting image of Vine, and it has a lot of similarities, but uh, I don't remember seeing any gaming content on Vine, so um, I just started it just for fun, just to have something cool, Vine 2.0, and then I realized like about a year ago that you could start putting gaming content on it and, and getting somewhere with it, so I started going hard about, about a year ago with it, even though I'd had it before, um, and yeah, haven't looked back since with that. 
Okay. And so would you say that part of your success on Mixer, because you had about, I want to say, what, 80,000 or 100,000 on Mixer? I ended with 119,000 followers. Wow. So, yeah, <laughs> we racked up a good bit. We were the 51st most followed channel um, wow. on Mixer. That includes like Xbox and a bunch of other like companies' uh, accounts. So, so did we, got, TikTok... we got pretty far. Did TikTok help you with getting to that point on Mixer or more? Uh, not really. No. I was, I was, uh, I didn't really experience like a big explode in followers up until, well, when Mixer shut down, I probably had somewhere around 50,000 followers on uh, TikTok and it was hard getting people to come by the stream because they always wanted to know what my Twitch was and obviously I didn't have one, but, um, I don't know. A lot of people didn't have Mixer accounts, so it was tough to get people over. I probably got a handful of people to come over, but I don't remember any that definitely like stuck around and became like core pieces back when we were on Mixer from TikTok. Mm, okay. Yeah, I was very excited for this interview because I know that there may be some listeners out there that are, you know, may have been on Mixer and had a large following or maybe they're you know, on Facebook or YouTube or something else, and they want to make a switch to another platform. So I definitely want to hear about your experience and like some of the issues that you had and like how you felt when Mixer shut down and, you know, what was your strategy or what was your game plan for moving to a new platform? So it was probably the biggest blessing I've had as a content creator, I feel like, because I always wondered like, what would this be like if I put all my hard work and effort into Twitch instead of Mixer? Like, what would happen? I always wanted to just try it, but I was scared to take a jump because I would leave behind a lot. But um, the day that they announced that they were not going to be a platform anymore, that they had a month left and you had to figure out what you're going to do, it was June 21st or something like that. I was streaming on Twitch that day um, when I got the news, and I was like, shocked but I was super excited because this is the that was the push that I needed I needed to take that leap of faith and um it was just really cool I, I, I was definitely shook but I was excited for the future because I knew that nothing was going to hold me back anymore like it didn't matter if I was on Mixer a uh, very little platform compared to Twitch like I knew like I was with the big dogs now and um yeah, it was scary. It was um, kind of weird, but it worked out. Like the fact that I was on Twitch the day it announced, I was like, "This is perfect." I didn't go back because uh, I think they shut down. They announced it Jan uh, June, and then they shut down in July, uh, somewhere in late July. I never went back. I was just like, I changed my title on Mixer, my buy all that stuff to say like, "Come to Twitch, come to Twitch, come to Twitch," and um, I was just all on board by then. I, I knew that that's what I wanted to do, and I knew that that was like exactly like what needed to happen that and um i knew that twitch was going to be my home too they they did a thing where if you were a partner on mixer you could be a partner on facebook it would just swap over uh but i didn't even think twice about it i was like i know i want to be in twitch i want to be i want to go to twitchcon first of all so i want to be a part of that and i had so many friends on uh twitch already and i was like finally i get to share like a platform with uh, Tim the Tap Man and all these big guys that I look up to, Nick Merckx and everybody, and including my friends, I was so excited to be able to be a part of their journey on their platform as well. Instead of having to, everybody like you know, come to my platform, come to my platform, come to my platform. It was just really cool to dive into it. Yeah, for sure. So I'd say that you're probably happier on Twitch than you ever were on Mixer. 
Yeah, it's it's a struggle. I'm still rebuilding after seven months. Like it's it's still so tough, but um it I am very happy with how things ended up and uh where all this is gonna lead me to. Like it's it's gonna be a cool story to tell when I look back on it. Yeah, so I believe you're at uh, about 15k or so on Twitch right now. I think so. Yeah. So big difference. What were you averaging yeah. viewer wise on Mixer before shutdown? Uh, right before I left, it was 200 something viewers, but those numbers are super inflated. Uh, there was a big auto host thing going on on Mixer. If you know, if you host me with 20 people, it you know it sh- it shoot up 20 people whether you were online or not. If it was auto host, so a lot of those numbers were inflated, but um. Def is definitely not the same. There was still a large portion of people there, but um, the numbers aren't so true. Uh, and that was for everybody on the platform. Got it. Okay, and you're averaging about. I think you're almost gonna be hitting partner on Twitch soon. I, I see you about uh, yeah, like seventy five ish so. or so. Yeah, I think we're right under seventy for the most part, which is is cool that we're continuously growing. For sure. Um, well, I'm excited for you. I can't wait for that to happen. Um, so what is your background in content creation? Because I believe that you you are a full-time content creator. You do this as your full-time yeah. income. Is that correct? Yes, that and is ha- right. But I still live with my parents. So, hey, you know, what's full-time? Yeah. I mean, hey, if you can, you can. I salute you to that. Um, yeah. And how long have you been doing it for? So I've been full-time. I, so I've practically been full-time since I started. I do full-time hours. I always have. I'm, I'm cranking out a bunch of hours a week doing this. I used to do a lot more Mixer, though, by the way. Like, I used to... I I, used, I cut it short a little bit now on Twitch. It's about four or five a day, maybe six or seven on a good day. Back then, I used to crank out eight every single day, seven days a week. If it wasn't eight, it was a disappointing day. But um, I was in school, and I worked, like, a, a little part-time job where I would package tomatoes and stuff for, like, stores and, and restaurants and... I would get paid like a hundred bucks a week, 150 bucks a week to work like eight hours. And I would go to night school for like four hours for one night a week. It like, I've always been full time pretty much. It was just kind of, I'm not relying on another source of income. Um, and I don't have other obligations. Uh, cause I graduated in 2019 in May and then I quit my little part-time job, like about a nine months or a year before that. So, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So you haven't had a chance to like go to like a conventional like full time job because there's a lot of like other streamers that have to balance yeah. the two of those. That's that's yeah, cool. I've I mean, blessed. it's lucky that you've been able to like do that though, like from yeah, the get go. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and Very so, blessed. and how so? How old were you when you first like like how do you how did you know that creating content was something that you wanted to do? Uh, so I'm absolutely terrified to work a real job. <laughs> I don't ever want to have to work a real job. So, um, I initially, when I went to college, I wanted to be a mechanical engineer. I took physics and dropped out uh, of that program. Then I went into just some core classes in community college to figure out what I want to do. Industrial design, tried that, wasn't it. And then when I did that, I actually transferred to Auburn, uh, for two days. I literally went to Auburn university for two days and dropped out of that program, uh, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I came home. I remember crying. I was so upset. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then um, I actually did work a full job, uh, or a, I didn't. Or I worked a real job, but not full time hours. I would work like one or two days a week, and I realized how terrible it was. So that motivation, me not knowing what I wanted to do, but I knew that I love video games, and I knew that I didn't want to work a real job. Like 
fueled me to make this happen. Like, I went all in with it on Mixer. I was going so hard before uh, YouTube and, 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 and TikTok and all that stuff. I was going so hard on stream. I wanted to make it a thing. And um, that's when I knew. I was like, I love doing this. I love waking up. I love... If I want to show up in pajamas, I can show up in pajamas. If I want to not stream that day, not work, I don't have to. Like I knew from the start that's what I wanted to do, and I had big inspirations from like all the other big streamers at the time uh, that just completely awed me that that was their job. I, I couldn't believe that they played video games for a living. So I was like, why can't I do that? And so I just, I just went in with it. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, I find it funny the term real job because it's like. I don't take offense to it or anything. I feel like there may be some streamers that might take offense to that, but um, you know, because it, it doesn't feel like a job. I mean, it's it's really is like living your best life. You know, your own you're your own yeah. boss. You're playing video games, but at the same time, it is it's as real as a job as any other job because it's a lot of hard work and there's a lot of self discipline that has to come into that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's it's it's very luxurious, but at the same time, you have to have that mental stability and that self discipline to be like, you know, I I need to do this and this and this because if I don't do it, I'm not going to get anywhere. You know, so it's it, it's yeah, very exactly interesting. <laughs> what are the I wouldn't other... like if somebody I wouldn't like if somebody outside the streaming world, you know, called my job that I wouldn't like it. But I feel like since I'm in it, I can I have like a little luxury to call it not a real job, but. Yeah, like it's it's just because I don't have to physically go out and like you know do construction work or sales or whatever. It does not discredit it from being a real job at all. Um, it's it's hard work in a lot of other areas that people just were not made for. Like some people just they don't understand content creating. They they can't play games every day for months on end and and and, and stop. Like they that some people just weren't made for it. I feel like you know. Some people love the, their real job. Yeah, for sure. I've I've been saying for a while now. I mean, especially with TikTok. I mean, it's it has it honestly feels easier than ever to become a streamer and really grow a following and not just stream mm -hmm. to three people, especially with TikTok. I mean, TikTok is like the best marketing platform out there. And I've been yeah. saying for a while that I mean, anybody can do this. I really truly believe that anybody can get a following on TikTok and bring that following to their streams, but not everybody can because of that yeah. self-discipline or people that, you know, it, it def definitely takes like a certain mindset. So that kind of ties into that. I mean, some people yeah. enjoy the construction and going and clocking in yeah. and just doing it for <laughs> that fun. That is but... not it for me. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, my man. I, hard labor, can't do it. <laughs> no, me either. Um, what, are, what are some of the struggles that you've had as being a content creator? Because it's not all ups and ups and ups. I mean, there's a lot of lows in between, and I've yeah. been there, and I'm sure you have as well. Yeah, I feel like the within the content creating world, the highs are high and the lows are low. You can feel like everybody is on your team, and you can feel like you're completely alone in this thing. Like, I think that's solely because everything we do is on the internet. So, you know, you show up one stream, you have so many people in there. It feels like you're surrounded. Like this is, this is like this is it. This is exactly what you want to do. And then the next stream you get on, man, there's no one there. Like it's tough. No, like nobody's talking. There's, there's not anything going on. But uh, it, it's tough. It, it really is tough. It's tough in different ways than uh, another person's job would be. That's not in the content creating world. Um, one thing I definitely think is a struggle is 
uh, I just messaged, uh, messaged somebody about this that I, I was very caught up on Mixer about getting followers. It took me the longest time to realize it's not the followers that count. It's not the amount. It's the quality of those followers because what what's it to get partners? 75 average viewers? I have 15,000. You can have just 75. If those 75 are going to be about you, then that's all you need. You don't need any more than that. Um, but getting those quality people, those people that are really about you and really want to see you doing good is... Is definitely a struggle, and I think you got to go through a lot of bad people to get to those good people. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. That that's a that's a real struggle. Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> um, so, what did you do marketing wise for Mixer? If you weren't really big on TikTok, how did you gather that eighty thousand following? Um, I streamed a lot, like. Compared to, I stream so much less now than when I did a year ago. Um, like I said, I would crank out like eighty or eight hours a day, seven days a week. If I took a day off, it felt like it 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 hurt me to take a day off, um, which it still does to a certain extent now. But I understand that it's not always my time online. It's more about my time offline as well, creating TikToks, creating YouTube's and or YouTube videos and and stuff outside that. Um, Mixer, I do definitely feel like it was, you gotta be online. You gotta be online. You gotta be online. And that's not a toxic trait, but it's not a good trait to have because you could do so much more with such less, um, and, or so much less. And, uh, that was really it on Mixer, I believe. Cause I'm not really good at networking. I don't, which I hate the term ne networking too but i wasn't really good at reaching out to other people to play with them or check them out like anything like that so i literally just would get online at first my channel started off being like an open lobby hey come play like let's have fun type thing and then i moved away from that and i just was putting in hella hours like it way too many than i should um and it's a complete change now it's polar opposite now yeah, I think I hear that a lot, especially, I mean, for people out there that are just streaming eight, ten, eight, ten hours a day and doing nothing else to push themselves out there. Twitch is not really going to help you grow at all. Um, yeah. Posting on YouTube and TikTok like you did is definitely the way to go. Um, speaking on the word networking, uh, I, I find that, yeah, like you said, you hate it. It took me a while to realize that networking isn't about just, you know, meeting people and be like, hey, how's it going? Like, hey, let's connect. Like, it's, mm -hmm. I feel like it's building those genuine friendships, you know? I mean, yeah, deep. me it's and deep. you networked without even trying, yeah. you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, and it can be something so simple, like, <clears throat> we both are on TikTok, you know? I see that you stream, pop into each other's channel and say what's up or hey, how's it going, you know? Get, get to be in your life and you get to be in my life and then that just creates a, a friendship and... It's so simple, yet it's so hard uh, sometimes. Like I, I feel like sometimes I'm trying to uh, meet new people and meet some uh, uh, some dope creators, and it's just like I'm hitting a brick wall. I'm trying to like be be in your life, like be a part of what you got going on, and it's like no, I don't want you in. I don't want you in. And then some people, you know, like you or like say Mike or, or Tanner or somebody like that, like it, it can just be right off the bat. It doesn't. Literally, you say one message in chat and we're already connecting or something. Uh, networking, whatever you want to call it, 
is so simple and it could be so tough at the same time. It, it's it's wild. Yeah. What would be your advice to someone that may not know how to network or know how to start? What would be your advice for them? Uh, well, I need to get somebody else's advice because <laughs> I really need it bad. But uh, I always tell people just like it's usually when people come into my channel. So I'm like, hey, you're already a part of this community. So you might as well like start making friends in here. Like don't be afraid to talk to other people in chat. Um, like some people that are core people in my community now weren't at one point and they were in somebody else's, but you know, I chit chatted with them a bit and I got to know them and you know, say they threw me a follow or something and I follow them and then they, they come check me out and then I make their experience welcoming in my channel. So like, you know what? I really like this guy. Like he, you know, we got a lot in common. He's welcoming when I come by. Like I, I like this guy. I want to be a part of his community. It just takes one person like that. And then if you're lucky, that person could tell somebody and then that person could tell somebody and you'll just have a group of really good people around you. Um, if you're putting out something you want to see, receive, like good vibes or good times, good talks, whatever it may be. Um, just making friends. Mm. That's really it. Yeah. I think that the, uh, the TikTok streamer niche, I mean, especially Warzone, but I mean, even the streamer niche in general, it's, it's so small yeah. and tight knit, you know, I mean, you know, people that I may not know. So definitely feel like it's, you know, it's like a stepping stone. It's definitely pretty easy. Yeah. I, I will say it's, uh, it's pretty uncomfortable trying to make a connection with people with like a bigger following than you. Yeah. I mean, you have 100%. like 250, almost 300,000 and I have about 80,000. Yeah. So even there, you know, <clears throat> some people are a lot more welcoming than others in those yeah. scenarios. 100%. And that's like, for me, I'm very happy that I have like a, a large following or whatever, a relatively large following because I, I don't care how many followers I get. If I, see someone that has more than me, I probably won't talk to them because I'm afraid of either being labeled as like someone that clout chases or, or just being denied friends. I love meeting people that like either have like a smaller or the same or whatever. Like they just get good traction because it's obvious I'm not trying to do that. And that's usually where I stick. I, I usually like people that are, um, like on the same path as me. I don't want to, I don't want to keep jumping around and, and, and someone think that I want something out of them. That's anything less than a friendship. You know, I, I just want to make friends and I'm scared to reach out to like bigger people. Cause I don't want to be like coming off as something I'm not, you know, it's, it, it's very tough. Cause those are probably some of the people that are the nicest on the earth and they'll probably treat you with so much love and kindness, but you won't know if you don't try. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It, it is tough. It is tough. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I feel the same. Um, so I kind of want to move into TikTok now, uh, talking about TikTok, because obviously that's what this podcast is about. Um, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, may have a much smaller following on TikTok and they don't know how to elevate to the next level. Or maybe they're just streaming eight hours a day and they're like, man, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to grow. And I, I, you know, I think TikTok is that magic answer, to be honest. Uh, yeah. It does take a lot of work, and you're going to be streaming less. But, um, you know, talking on that aspect, um, hopefully people can listen to this podcast and find tricks that they can implement and things that, you know, it took me and you, like, 100 videos to discover. So that's yeah. the whole whole point of that. Um, so talking about TikTok, how did you 
how did like at what point did you realize oh this is a serious thing and i kind of want to know about who some of your inspirations were and what pushed you to start taking tiktok as a serious platform uh i can't even remember like that feeling of oh we're on to something uh outside of all i remember on my birthday in august i had 80,000 followers i remember that but you know 80,000 is a whole lot. Like, I don't remember anything really before that in terms of like, oh man, this is really big. I remember on my birthday, I posted um, a video and all I did was mention that it was my birthday. Um, and I went up to, to 200,000 followers in like two days from 80 to 200,000 in about two days. I think I gained 100K in one night. Um, it was insane. And I think people were just... Wanted to wish me happy birthday. That was really it. I got so lucky. But um, I don't know. That was really when I was like, oh, man, like you get one good video and you're set. Like you literally can go from a certain amount to past the people you look up to in one video. It just depends. Uh, but that was one of those times where I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. Um, but shortly after that. Uh, it was Fortnite content that I posted on that post because that's what I, I gained a good bit out uh, or a good bit of followers on before I uh, switched to Warzone. Uh, but if my birthday was in August, I think in October, I was like, okay, look, I got to really step up my content. Uh, I was using Adobe Rush, like the $10 version thingy. All you really do is cut, and, uh, cut clips and edit them and that's really it. You don't like... You can't crop your face in a circle or it's very limited. Um, but I remember watching Lucci and Mark Clark and I was like, these guys are doing some crazy stuff. Like they, uh, what, what I really wanted was the circle, uh, crop that Mark Clark had. I, I love using it every now and then now, but he's definitely the person that straight up made me get Adobe Premiere and figure it out. Uh, just because of the circle crop, I was like, this is awesome. And those two guys really helped me uh, just from watching their content and seeing what they're doing. Uh, kind of find my style. Uh, I still am figuring out every day something I like, something I don't like. But those two guys really made me, and Sally, uh, really made me want to step up my editing and get more in depth with it. Uh, and I still use Premiere Pro uh, to this day, so almost six months ago. Wow, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I use uh, I use DaVinci Resolve, which is a free program. Which a, little a bit lot of limited. people do. I was shocked. Yeah, I don't want to pay that subscription fee for Adobe. I'm sorry, <laughs> Adobe, but <laughs> um, so was that birthday video? Was that your first viral video that you had, or do you remember the first time that you went viral? No, I remember the first time I went viral. I um, so I back on Mixer, December twenty eight, twenty nineteen. Ninja rated me. And uh, it's my best video on YouTube, or my most viewed one. And I used clips from that to make a TikTok. And that was like my first TikTok that hit 100,000. I'm not sure if it hit a million, but it's got a lot. It's definitely one of my better videos. And people were just excited that I got hosted by Ninja. And I don't even think it was right after. It wasn't right after Ninja raided me. Um, it was like months later, I'm pretty sure, that I posted it. And uh, the first post did good, but the second post blew up. I reposted it. And uh, I've reposted it probably four or five times now. And 
people like seeing that. That that's one that definitely um, helped me out a lot and get me some followers, get me some views. So, literally, just takes one video. For sure, I definitely want to touch on that because I know that a lot of people. The TikTok algorithm is tough. Nobody, I, I truly believe that nobody truly understands it. It's always changing. It's really hard to game it. There's definitely tips and tricks, but there's a lot of people that will put out a really good video and, you know, they think that it deserves more attention, which it may or may not, you know, but it could be very well a good video. And, you know, they repost it and it does well the second time. Um, yeah. So, touching on that, I mean, obviously, if you reposted it and it blew up the second time, you knew that it, it had to have been a hit. Um, so I kind of yeah. like, I want to know about your thought process behind making that, how you know it was going to succeed. And that second time that you posted, I, I really am curious to know if you changed anything on it or you just kept it exactly the same. Maybe you, did you have a strategy on different time? Yeah. Um, so I don't think I touched it at all. I think I just took the same video and reposted it. I don't think I was worried about the timing either. Um, I think I just, I knew it was a good video. It's not the best video, but I knew it did good the first time. I was like, might as well repost it. I mean, it can't it can't do worse, and it just skyrocketed. Um, for that that time and my following and all that, it was huge. Uh, but yet yeah, the TikTok alg algorithm is 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 wild. And I'm gonna be honest: the people that say like you're not make the reason you're not getting views or likes or anything is because you're making good you're not making good t content. I believe that's a total like. That's just total BS. Like there, I've seen so many good videos do terrible on my end and on other people's end. Um, I think it's just an easy answer to say get better content. Uh, to a certain extent, the the people that say that are right, but it's it's it just depends. Because um, I've seen Ben Jammins, another great TikTok guy. He will post something on TikTok. He was talking about one time. And it get not that many views. He'll post the same video on YouTube for YouTube Shorts, and it will get ten times the amount of views that it did on TikTok. TikTok's funky. You just honestly, luck is such a big thing on there. But um, as long as you're getting better and uh, producing better content and experimenting with a lot of different styles, uh, that luck will will gain some traction, and you'll get more lucky, I guess. But um, TikTok's wild. The algorithm will will either bless you or completely tear you apart. Uh, like this week, I've had videos hit ninety thousand, and it sandwiched a video that hit two thousand views. Like it makes no sense. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's TikTok's wild. You just got to keep getting better, keep trying it. And uh, one thing for sure is definitely don't give up. It, your worst video that you ever put out could be your best video that you ever put out. So as long as you're just kind of Staying consistent um, and not trying to get anything from the here and now. You know, like you have your goals set way further on down the line. You'll be good to go. You just got to keep posting. Mm -hmm. So something that you mentioned too, I I'm sure this happens with you. Videos that I make, like like a filler video, like something that I'm just like throwing off, like oh this is whatever, like I'll just post it. You know, not my best, but those end up tend to do be doing way better than anything else that I spend hours on. So it's really, yeah. you know, it's really scary. I'm a big believer in, you know, post anything and everything that comes to your mind because you never know when it may be a hit. Um, but on that note, I want to talk to you about like quality versus quantity. Um, I think that depending on who you're listening to on TikTok, when it comes to TikTok advice, some people will say 
focus on quantity, post three times a day, post anything yeah. and everything, blah, 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 which has some merit. But then on the other hand, there's quantity where as long as you're posting high quality stuff, every video you post will be a banger. So there's definitely some discrepancies there. So what do you believe is most important when it comes to TikTok? I think that quality is better than quantity because I've been on both ends. I used to post at one point I was posting four or five a day. Like I was going nuts, but uh, I did a lot of that through uh, the actual app. And I used to think like if I had to put a caption here, a caption there, and it take like a 10 minute process, I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't do this every day. Like 10 minutes. Like, no, there's people that spend hours, like literally half a day on uh, a TikTok. I definitely think the quality is the way to go. I've been on the quantity side. Um, I feel like it's good for a bit, and it also depends on the content you make. If you're doing in-app stuff, it's probably a lot easier and feasible to do it. But I think quality wins every single time. If you just look at guys like Lucci, Mark, Sally, like Sally is, I think he was pretty much the first one I saw use green screens on it. And I've had a, I've had a green screen since I was four months into Mixer back in 2018 and I never thought to use it and he used it and he uses it so well. It's, I think it's definitely quality. Um, all your, your, your quality isn't always going to pay off, but as a whole, I think it will. Like you'll have four good videos. One might not do as good as the other, but I think as long as you're posting quality and, um, it doesn't even have to be every day. It could be every other day. It could be, uh, four times a week. Uh, I think as long as it's really, really good and people realize and they see how much time you spend on it, um, they'll appreciate it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so when it comes to TikTok, what would you say is probably like, if you had to name three things that is most important, um, to TikTok, what would it be like to help you grow or help, help your videos do better? What would be those three things? Um, for, I think a hook at the beginning of your video is really big. Um, months ago I started doing loops and immediately they took off. Like immediately they were doing good. Um, because people will not, okay. So my loops, it's a really short clip at the beginning, like literally not even a second into me talking about it and then it plays the rest and it comes back around and people don't even realize like they get lost in the video and they just watch your whole video all the way around so a hook and then that leads into a good hook leads into viewer retention if you can make them watch all the way through that's super huge um that goes for youtube as well you know if you have videos that people are watching all the way through or at least most of the way through it's going to do better than your ones that they're not um so hook viewer retention and um i don't i feel like if you got a good personality that it will translate a lot better to your other socials as well so um not just being good at a game or or say we're talking about just gaming tiktok side of things if you're good at a game, that's that's really awesome. That'll take you a good bit. But if you're good at the game and you bring some personality, like just Nick Merckx, for example, you know he's really really good. He's one of the the best Warzone players, I believe, and he's hilarious. He's so funny. Some of the stuff he says, you can't even make up. People like him because of him. The gameplay is just a plus. Um, so I think if you can add some personality and uh, people can get to know who you are through him. 
that will hold more than anything else. Because uh, I'll look at some people's stuff. They'll get a small amount of views, but they'll get such a high amount of likes compared to it. And you can tell they got a core community around them because they like that person. They don't care if they get on TikTok and they make a clip of them farting all over the place. Like They like that person. They're going to like it no matter what because they see it come on their feed. So um, let people really like who you are and you know, you can always get better at a game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, viewer retention. It, you know, they say that's important for the algorithm. The higher viewer retention, the better your video will do. Um, and there's definitely ways to get around that. I know, like Sally is a dog, for example. He gets very creative with trying to make sure that his viewers watch it twice through. Like he'll put secret messages in the background. Um, oh no like, way! Hey, yeah, I need yeah. to pay attention more. I, I remember one video. I can't remember the specifics of it, but there was a whiteboard in the back, right? And it was it didn't say anything for the entire video, and then for like a two seconds in or two second clip, it changed to say something. And then in the caption, I believe he said like answer on the whiteboard or something like that, something like that. But it's no like way. that's gonna make people go back <laughs> and watch it again. So yeah. um, on that note, I mean, have you found any like secrets or tricks that you use? Um, I know that looping is kind of one of those, uh, but anything else that you use to kind of game the algorithm to make your videos do better? No, I think the loops are good, but they they started fading now. I, I'm doing them a little bit here and there now, but loops I've have only gotten me so far if i knew any other tricks i'd have way more followers but i don't i don't know what i'm doing half the time what i'm really focused on right now because it's the only thing that does well for me is like the tiktoks uh that i've been pumping out probably the last five are like hey whoever sent you this then i loop it that's at the end i loop it to the beginning and it's like you know you're a good teammate you always help out blah 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 and people like those because you know, if I say you're good at a game, they're going to immediately think the first person in their squad, you know, oh my gosh, this is blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh, th- this one says, you know, you always die to fall damage. Let me send this to whoever on my squad is this. People like that. They like getting involved. Um, but yeah, I don't really know any other uh, tricks, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully we can discover more as, as time goes by. And, yeah. you know, the algorithm, TikTok is changing in general too. And, um, you know, I think it's also big to kind of be like a trendsetter too, um, adding some originality. Because when it comes to TikTok, you can follow trends and you can follow what other people all you'd want. But once you start producing some original stuff and putting your own spin on things, I think that's where you really start to see growth past a certain yeah. point. And uh, that's what like a lot of people get caught up in like copying or trends. But everything is you're gonna steal something from somebody whether you know it or not. Um, there, uh, I don't even know who I got that idea from, but I did it back before the summer where you would be like, Hey, you know, uh, this tag, this person in the comments who, who this reminds you of, I, one just came on my feed or in my, uh, in my activity feed. Some person liked one way back. I was talking about, Hey, whoever this is, uh, whoever sent you this said that you're a bush camper in Fortnite. I was like, I don't even remember making that, but Someone outside the gaming community, I'm pretty sure, was making that, and I just brought it into the gaming community. I, there's probably thousands of other people that do the same thing as me, but um, it is just something that I've found that my community on TikTok enjoys, just being able to uh, send this personal video to somebody and and uh, just, I don't know, mess with their squad about about it. 
Mm. Yeah, it's funny you say that actually, because uh, um, like you said, I think that's another huge trick that people can do is you know find trends or find videos that you like and see if there's some way that you can make it related to your niche, whether it's gaming mm. or streaming TikTok or something like that. Because I, it's funny you say that because I think you actually found my account from a video that I did the same thing. There was this guy who made a TikTok uh, yelling into his microphone, and he was like, hey, the person loudly playing this into their microphone wants you to go get Chick-fil-A right <laughs> yeah. now. And I was like, hey, you know, I think I could do that for Warzone. I posted a video yeah. yelling, and I was just like, hey, the person playing this wants you to buy them back in Warzone. And I, I think <laughs> that blew up to it has almost a million views now. And oh that my. was a video that took me 10 minutes to make, and you found my account from that. So yeah. it kind of just all ties into that. So, I mean, if anybody else is listening, that's that's a good way to start. It's kind of, you know, it's okay to take inspiration from other platforms. You're not stealing, you know. You, that's what trends are. Uh, but as long as you're taking something and creating it to be your own and bringing it to your niche, that's, that's definitely a good strategy. And – Another thing, it just hit me. Uh, actually, two things. I'll, I'll talk about your video real quick. I didn't even realize that was you until like weeks later. Uh, someone put, I was playing with somebody and they literally used your TikTok. I think that was before I knew you. And they put it in the mic and I laughed so hard. I was like, oh my gosh, that is great. And then I saw your TikTok and then I didn't even make the connection until weeks after that. Another thing, talking about like, inspiration versus like just straight up copying or whatever i did a sound a long time ago i did a video and someone took my sound it was like hey you know i don't care if you play fortnite apex warzone we're all gamers uh you know we're just trying to provide a positive community this is our way to get away it's something like that i've been tagging so many tiktoks people using my sound i don't care if they tag me i'm glad that they're using it but my video did pretty good there were videos that had hundreds of thousands of likes, multiple, of using my voice. And people would just be like, that sounds a lot like you, Forrest. I'm like, that is me. And uh, I, I mean, I'm not getting tagged by them or anything, but it's cool to see how someone could take what you do and put it in their thing. Because one I saw had hundreds of thousands of likes. They did a whole Fortnite um, scene for it. Like They used the characters of Fortnite to talk about um, my voice. So it was kind of cool to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's what TikTok is all about, and it is it is pretty weird seeing that like somebody <laughs> making something and then other people taking the sound and getting bigger. I mean it's yeah, it, it's bittersweet. It's kind of like heartbreaking at the same time. But then you're like, oh, yeah. I mean that's pretty cool. I guess. I mean it's it's mine. I, I made that, yeah. and people are enjoying it. I guess <laughs> exactly. And I the weird thing was is they've never come up on my feed unless someone tags me. Then I go see it. So like. <laughs> If no one were to tag me, I would never know, never have known that someone used my voice and got so many views and comments and likes for it. So it, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing too is I, I see that you're you're very interactive with your community. I mean, there's you know there's a different there's a different type of streamer people can be. Some people can be that A plus like gamer that's really freaking good at the game and is super ultra focused. People enjoy that. Other people got that good personality. Um, I think mm-hmm. the same goes for TikTok. I mean, I think that you have a, you know, some people have a certain personality or a certain brand that they keep on TikTok. Um, is there any strategy behind that? Are you the type to like respond to all the comments? Are you like, you know, what, what's your brand strategy behind on TikTok? So on TikTok specifically, I did get caught up a lot in um, replying to a lot of comments, but it just consumes you at a certain point. You really can't. Now I'll reply to just a couple, mainly my friends. You know, if you comment on my video, I'll probably respond to it, but it's probably got to be like a 
a, a good comment, I guess. Not to sound like a douche. I, I would love to reply to everybody if I could, but I just physically can't. If you say something slick or funny I and I get a good laugh at it or I see it, you, it's just a good quality comment, I'm more prone to, to, to like it. If you go first, if you say hi, it's going to be tough for me to want to reply to you. Like, what... What am I getting out of replying to you just saying first? Like I half the time those people only do it for one post and you never see them again. Like they fall off the face of the earth. Um, but I I tried to for the longest to reply because I heard that it would help, you know, boost your stuff as well. You're getting more engagement, you're getting that. And it was cool to kind of get a, a relationship behind a comment. You know, if you if you comment on all my stuff um, you're just a, a name on a screen to me. If I comment uh, back on yours and you say something to me and we say something, like we, we can form a relationship. But it, 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 at this point, there's so many comments and stuff, it's hard to keep up. Um, so I just try to kind of pick and choose. Um, it, it's hard for me to reply to something that has very little like value. You know, like I'm, I'm not. I used to reply to the first comments. Now I, I really don't. Um, so. I try to when I can. It it just depends. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. I mean, it does get pretty overwhelming. Um, so something else that I want to ask too, because uh, mostly because I actually struggle with this, but I'm sure there might be some other people that might be running into this. Um, you know, a large TikTok following does not equal a large Twitch following. Uh, it's very very hard to get people to get over from TikTok because you know they have a short attention span you know they're they're just used yeah. for those short form videos. Um, so what is your strategy on converting those followers over to your Twitch? So I recently what I've been doing is uh, I kind of knock out two birds with one stone. I'm trying to play my guitar a little bit more. So I'll grab my guitar. I'll pull up on my computer some tabs of songs that I can learn. And I'll just sit there and I'll have my phone playing TikTok Live. And uh, I'll just talk to whoever wants to come by and talk to me. Uh, and that helps out a lot. But it, it helps form a relationship. I don't think it even... Has helped that much getting people to Twitch, uh, but I, I don't know. It's something I struggle with big time because I want to say something about my stream in the TikTok, but every time I do, it's a terrible TikTok. Um, I can literally ruin it by saying I'm live or saying something with Twitch or just putting my Twitch in it without even saying it. Um, but I don't know. It's something that I'm trying to learn and. I think the more you get a community of people on TikTok that like you for who you are, they'll come naturally. But it, it's tough. It is definitely it's the biggest thing I struggle with on TikTok. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I think most people do. Some people are better at it than others, um, and that's a good starting you know tip for anybody starting out out there is that you can't be overly aggressive with you know your Twitch. Um, you know, there's, there's theories that the algorithm doesn't like you promoting, you know, your, your Twitch channels, which it makes sense because TikTok wants to keep people on their platform. You know, they're not going to want to actively push people who are taking viewers away from their, their platform. Um, yeah. you, you know, there's no saying if that's true or not. Um, but even aside from that, I mean, you can't make your content revolve around being, Hey, watch me on Twitch. Hey, watch me on Twitch. Hey, watch me on Twitch. Yep. You have to make that content. Um, you know, whether it's just taking clips from your stream or adding like originality to it, like you said, it does come naturally. There's definitely some people have better strategies than others. Um, I've seen other people see great success in that sense. Um, but like you said, I mean, well, uh, that makes perfect sense is you can't make that your entire content or your, your personality on, on TikTok, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I think 
I think that's pretty much uh, near the end. Um, one thing that I want to I wanna do for this series is I actually uh, I have your TikTok account pulled up here. And I've actually okay. scrolled down all the way to the bottom. And I oh got gosh. some of your first few TikToks here. I kind of want to just uh, – something fun. I kind of want to like, you know, have it's, – maybe it's been a while since you've seen it. Um, nobody else has probably seen it. Nobody else probably goes that down that far. Um, so I kind of just want to like deep dive into it and be like, what are your thoughts behind these TikToks? What would you change too? Because for me, like I'll go back to the – I'll go back to a TikTok I made a month ago and be like, damn, that was crap. You know, even yeah. though it was only a month ago, I'm sure you feel the same way. You know, so. a month ago will feel like a year ago, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. For sure. I mean, things move so fast and you evolve. So I'm going to share the screen here real quick. And we'll, <laughs> this is the very first one. At least that's public. I mean, who knows if you got something else that you privated. But Yeah, a lot of people like that first one. That's <laughs> definitely what uh, I shared it on Twitter. And a lot of people love that from the Mixer community. Uh, so for the listeners who, because this will be on YouTube too, but it's basically just you dancing in front of a green screen. You're not using the green screen. You're just dancing in front of it to Old Town Road. I had a messy room. That's why I pulled it up. Room. That's why I pulled it up. <laughs> Good way to hide it. And then you got a Nerf gun yep. and you shoot it. So, I mean, what, yeah. what was this one? So this is that point where you were just having fun, huh? Yeah, that's ex- like at that point I was like, this is Vine, you know, like let's have fun. I always wanted to be Vine famous too, so... Um, I was like, screw it. I got to post something. And that was at the height or not even the height of old town road. It was like still growing. Um, and I used it there. I wanted to put my own little twist, have fun with it. And, uh, a lot of people enjoyed it. It was a good first video. I felt like, and I shared it. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people didn't even know what TikTok was when I shared it on Twitter. So they made an account, came over. Um, and it was really cool. It was really Mm -hmm. cool. I like yeah. that video a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of off topic. I think that Little Nas X is the best damn marketing expert out there. If Little Nas X was not as talented of an artist as he is, uh, he would definitely be like a marketing expert for like Gen Z and millennials because that man yeah. knows how to market. Um, he, for sure. I don't know if you know this. Maybe you do. But Little Nas X, he basically was like a meme lord on Twitter and TikTok, and he got Old Town Road to number one by just making his own memes with it. He would make his own videos or make this random stuff up or make memes out of it using his songs, even though nobody's heard it yet, but he just made memes and just threw them out there. Yeah. For me, too, that was like the... That's like what showed what the power of TikTok had. Like, it was literally a TikTok song, what I I consider a TikTok song, that got on the radio. It was insane. Like... it was so funny. Like you would hear it on the radio, and you would imagine you would immediately think of TikTok. It was crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, and then it looks like uh, this is the first gaming-related one right here. So this one's like the first one you've actually posted a gaming clip. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even remember that one. <sighs> when they say win this game, and I'll give you a hundred dollars. Okay, I see you. Pray. Oh my gosh! Wow. I still have that scene on my OBS, by the way. <laughs> wow. I forgot about that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so for the uh, for the audio listeners, it's just a uh, it's a gaming clip from his Switch, and the caption says, "Win and all, donate a hundred dollars." He switches to a scene, 
and it's got the uh, the old meme where it's the guy saying, "Why you lying? Why you always lying?" <laughs> and he's just uh, Forrest is staring blankly into the camera. So that one's pretty interesting because it's 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 cur- it's curious to see how much stuff has changed. Because looking mm-hmm. at this, I could see a lot of stuff that could be changed, and it's stuff that we wouldn't have thought about back then. So what what are your yeah. thoughts on that video? Uh. That's my peak right there. I'm not getting better than that. <laughs> uh, no, I think that was a. I think that's a. Like, I think that's an example of a good way to how to get. I, I didn't really do anything. All I did was just switch a scene and, and stare. I think that's a good way to get your personality on it. Um, I definitely should start thinking about doing that more. Um, maybe even put, literally use my old, my old, TikTok video, as an inspiration for a new TikTok video. I'll probably do something uh, just off the top of my head. You remember like last week, two weeks ago, when everybody came in and did the has donated, blah, 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 and all they did was like change the font of their – literally could do that and and do the exact same thing. But uh, yeah, that no, that's crazy. I forgot about that video. I love that you pulled that up. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 just so weird to go back. I mean, anybody out there too, maybe you're already on TikTok. I definitely encourage you to go back and look at your own TikTok videos cuz you could like you now you have an idea to repurpose a video. You could definitely repurpose yeah. uh some some videos, but not only that, you kind of learn too. You kind of look at your old stuff and be like, "How can I prove this?" Cuz I think mm-hmm. that when when you wait a while to look at your old video, you can see it a lot more objectively rather than subjectively. You kind yeah. of cuz you, you kind of lose the the sense that that was that something you created you know yeah that's that's a good way to to kind of improve and grow as i feel like yeah um well other than that uh, i think that we've we've learned a lot talking to you um forest dump x mixer partner biggest dump truck on twitch aside from these gather guns um is there anything else that you want to talk about specifically and anything that you want to plug and you know feel free to plug your socials and all that as well let people know where they can check you out uh, I think we talked about a lot more than I was thinking about, so that's really good. Um, but as far as plugging, you guys can find me on Twitch, just Force Dump, uh, and then I think my socials are just Force Dump TV. Uh, TikTok is an exception, though; it's just Force Dump as well. So, um, yeah, check those out. If you like them, follow. If you don't, good. <laughs> very well said very well said alright well I want to thank you for taking your time to speak with me and all the listeners out there I thank you for listening I hope that you guys learned something make sure you guys hit that subscribe button on whatever platform that you are on uh, and stay tuned for future episodes thanks guys thanks for listening to Twitch Talk with Skylar Guns hopefully this podcast inspires you to elevate your creation and pushes you to achieve your goals hey if Skylar can do it anyone can Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can stay updated with all new episodes. And make sure to follow Skylar on all socials at Skylar Guns. This has been a Skylar Guns production.